Hey John, uh, how's it going uh, tonight uh, on this abnormally late recording session? It's it's going all right. It's, it's, we're <laughs> it's a little bit late. We're we're fifty minutes behind right now. It's oh yeah, I was bad. I didn't. I I I was. I'm behind schedule, and so recording at like eight at night. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, that's what's going on. Uh, how how have you been? How have you been? I. For, for for what feels like the first time in a while, I've had an eventful week. Things yeah. things actually happen. I watched I watched Squid Game. That's what all the kids are talking about. A, I've been hearing a lot of talk about that on the timeline. Uh, it's a the only the only actual acknowledgement I've heard about what it's about was comparing it to Danganronpa, which uh, is unfortunate. I think. Uh, it's. That that was the first comparison I went to once I actually got into it. Uh, it's it's like if Danganronpa and Wipeout had like a child. Holy crap! It it's interesting. I think it's a bit too depressing. Uh, it, it it's it, it's like it's well made, and I get the point that it's making. But man, it was just it was miserable. Like. The enjoyment came out of out of the characters, but like the characters were like constantly suffering, and I was like, "Man, what is, what am I doing here?" Great. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch the show. I don't know anything about it. Um, what else happened this week? Uh, um, Sora is in Smash. Don't Brothers. even get me started. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Let's talk about Sora in Smash Brothers because that was what caused us to initially miss our uh, our, our Wednesday recording. Or yeah, uh, besides me going over to my friend's house instead of staying at home. But yeah, uh, Sora in in Smash Brothers is the best thing to happen ever, and I, I agree. And I'm gonna stand by that for the rest of time. <laughs> uh, I, I can't even like put it into words. I had like a moment. I think I think that I like met God, and that <laughs> I, I I I really don't know how to put it into words. Sora has been like the character that I've wanted in Smash for like ever. Like like ever since I've had like a concept of Smash Brothers and video games. Like Sora's been like my yeah, put him in. Mm-hmm. Uh. Kingdom Hearts means a lot to me. I I don't know if I've mentioned that before. I probably have. Uh, and just to have him in, really exciting. I hope every Sora denier just has a horrible rest of their life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's funny because like I know, I've I know like not a lot, but like I know a couple people who like actually got really mad that it was Sora, um, and like. I don't know if I'm just too old to understand anymore, but, like, or if just me being, like, pro-Kingdom Hearts is biased, because it definitely is, um, but, like, I just think it's really funny to be mad that Sora, the the lovable, spiky-haired, uh, funny Disney anime child is in Smash. I just find it really funny to be mad about it. Yeah. So, so many people, like, spent so much energy being, like, it's 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 a waste to want to put Sora in because it's not going to happen because there's the Disney stuff. Like the Disney stuff's going to hold it back if he's in. Disney will have a presence in Smash and that's going to suck. Like that was their whole reasoning. 
and now Sora's in, scrapped of all the Disney stuff, and to to me, a a devout Kingdom Hearts fan, he looks fine without all the Disney stuff. I don't care if if Mickey Mouse is not in Smash. Like that's not what it's about. I I kind of care that Donald and Goofy aren't there. I think it's kind of fucked up that Donald and Goofy are not there. I mean, I mean they're there in spirit. <laughs> I mean, with the with the Kingdom Hearts two drive forms, uh, Valor form and Wisdom form, you fused with Donald and Goofy to to make those oh, forms I, I've happen. I played Kingdom Hearts too. I know, but I think that they should have been there. I think that I wish I just wish that they were like in his final Smash or something. I I, like, I can understand that, but like I I don't know. <laughs> I I, yeah, I, um, I think the presence of Disney in Kingdom Hearts, even though that's like what made it possible, I think Disney has always been like the funny part of Kingdom Hearts, yeah. and I don't really care for it all that much. Uh yeah, I I don't know. I I I, I don't care I, for the Disney part of Kingdom Hearts. I think it's the worst part of it. I think that Sora, I think that Donald and Goofy and Mickey are like the fun, like one of the funniest parts, and I don't think the game would nearly the same without them. Um, like I don't know. I feel like the like when you talk about like Disney, uh, you kind of have to 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 fully, or at least the way that I like ended up like fully enjoying Kingdom Hearts is like the the Disney that is like just Donald and Goofy always being there. Yeah. Um, and, like, the Disney that, like, owns everything and is, like, the worst company on Earth is, like, different. Like, those are those are different things to me. Like, I don't have to think about it. Yeah. And, and like, I don't know. Who cares? It, it's Kingdom Hearts. Like, it's funny. Just, like, enjoy. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah. I'm, I'm going to unironically take the Soy Jack stance here. Okay. Okay. But I, I do think it's really funny that there are people who are, like, legitimately mad. Like, mm. Sakurai literally took the time to be, like... That Smash ballot that we did all those years ago, yeah, Sora won that. He is the most wanted character ever, so and he's in now. And people are still <laughs> like, <laughs> "It's so funny." Seethe, Mall, Cope, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great stuff. I don't know, pretty, pretty good news. Um, yeah, I, it, it's just, it's so fucking awesome. I don't even, I don't even play Smash anymore, but like. I don't know. I think it's awesome that Sora is, like, the last character that is in Smash. It's so, so fucking sick. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anything else? I don't think I... I, I have not had a very eventful week. Um, um. Did I do anything else? Let me look around my room <laughs> to, to look for things to talk about. I don't know. I mean, we, we don't have to sit around here. I feel like we have a... <laughs> I feel like we've got a lot to talk about today. Yeah, um, I guess. Or at least, like, a, we, we've got some stuff. This is a very scattered reading. Um, yeah. Do, do you want to just, just do the reading? Oh, yeah, they found the Zodiac Killer. That's something that happened. I don't believe that's real. You don't believe that's real? I don't believe that. Uh, I, yeah, I don't. Um, I, It's like, every fucking article is like a team of uh independent investigators um did it and that's like the whole article but like but verified twitter account tmz posted it so that means it's real <laughs> true true you're right you're right yeah i don't know the, the zodiac thing is weird to me because it's like i looked I, I like saw it 
like memes about it for like a day and I was like, I guess I'll look this up. And I looked it up and like I couldn't find any like articles about it that weren't just like fucking three lines. And it was like, yeah, a bunch of detectives and like military officers and like randos decided this guy was the Zodiac killer. And I'm like, I don't fucking trust that. Like, okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I I yeah, okay, I get where you're coming from. I do think that the uh if it is real, that um the thing that's going around about him like leaving a review on the Ted Bunny documentary is very funny. And I do hope it's real for that reason. But uh I'm taking it with a large uh serving of salt. Okay. <laughs> we'll we'll see in the coming weeks. Maybe. I suppose we will. Maybe. Maybe uh, we'll just forget about it. Uh what's what's something else that happened? I gotta keep stalling. Oh uh, I, I bought an Among Us costume for Halloween. I saw you post it on Twitter. Uh, did you get it yet? Or when did you order it? Uh, I ordered it last night at 5 a.m., so that's how you know okay. it was a good decision. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be arriving on the 16th. Uh, Sweet. Maybe I'll maybe I'll bring it to Philly and we could take a funny picture. Oh, yeah. Uh, I Wait, did we, did, I don't know that... did we talk about that on the air? No, we didn't. Um, yeah, you're gonna like visit Philly like in early November. Yeah, and we're gonna take a funny picture together, and it'll be like the the grand union of yeah, of AHP out. cast. Yeah, we've. I, I I feel like I should remind people like we've never actually met in real life, Don and I. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, big things are coming. Maybe. It's gonna be wacky. Uh, it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> or maybe we'll just have a picture of us both wearing like the worst fits, <laughs> the worst fits imaginable. We'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna have just the the Among Us costume and my fake Yeezys, and like that's gonna be it. Hell yes. I don't even know what I would fucking wear. Um, better wear your Sunday's I best. I have a Dark Souls T-shirt that I never wear. <laughs> I could wear that. Um, yeah, big things coming. Look oh, forward whoa. to. Whoa. Whoa! <laughs> they bumped it up from arriving on the 16th to arriving on Tuesday. Yo, let's <laughs> go! <laughs> Finally, I can be the sus imposter. Watch watch out for John Among Us content coming to at SansMetaCircuit on Twitter.com. <laughs> Alright. You wanna get into this? Okay, movie? we can start, we can start. I can quit stalling now. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Um... Once again, I blank on what the fuck happened last time. Um, a lot. We had the Maybe, uh, we had Alt Calliope. That was the thing oh, that yeah. last time. Calliope is alive again. Um, the we had our whole plan laid out. Um, Jaspro's sprite squared exists now, yep. and we get a lot of them net this reading. Um, yeah, and uh, Vriska went off to. Tell off her ghost self to stop being cringe. So true. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Yeah, that time. yeah, that's about it. All right. Anyway, um, so today we get to see what what happens today time. Um, and it's a lot, and it just kind of all happens in rapid succession, and it's very strange. So I will do my best. Um, but uh, as always, please stop me if I trample over something. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, so, uh, we get uh, the epic flash page that we were promised, and it's just snake noises <laughs> over a big scroll thing of echidna. Um, I told you, I it, I told you, don't get excited. <laughs> it, 
why does it look why does echidna look like a like a hyper pop album cover uh whoa if you that's like it does <laughs> yeah right uh sure um huh. i don't know weird silvery iridescent snake um with hairs on it hey uh, the, the, I, I think it's funny how like oddly distributed the hairs are yeah are, are they supposed to be spikes i don't know they're weird weird creature um and we see a carcat and kanaya leaving her lair uh and then a conversation between the two uh about about their meeting with echidna um Karkat did not understand a fucking word of what happened. Um, Echidna spoke to Kanaya, um, and only Kanaya understood. Um, Kanaya basically relays what Echidna had to say, uh, the general gist of which is that she is satisfied with them, and she will release the frog when the time is right. So, two thumbs up, we're doing good. Um, she basically says uh, that Akina's concern was with uh, their capability to raise the new universe because she's like the the mother of this new universe in a sense, um, and she wanted to make sure that it was the frog was being passed into good hands. Yeah. Um, and she was concerned with uh, specifically Carcat and Kanaya's ability to live up to um, what Carcat paraphrases as their whole thing. Uh, their natural inclinations, um, as Kanaya puts it. Um, so, yeah, lofty ideas coming out. Uh, so, they, Karkat, uh, asks, like, what the fuck that means. Um, and basically, uh, well, okay, I'm I'm trying to back up here. This is a weird thing to talk about. Um, I had to reread this like this this page like four times. Yeah. Um it's it's kinda like not only is it like very abstract, but like it's also just difficult to actually fucking like read and parse. Um Yeah. It is. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um but the the general gist of it is like not too hard to understand. It's kind of hard to put into words, I think. Um so Kanaya has, like, her whole thing. Like, her defining character trait. Uh, yeah. As we can say, as the outside observer, is, like, um, she's, like, a maternal figure. Uh, that's her gimmick. Uh, and, the, like, you know, her being in charge of the new universe and, like, it's, uh, the, the, uh, fucking rebirthing the troll race, basically. Yeah. Um, all that stuff. And Karkat doesn't really have a sense of what his thing is in that same vein. Um, and Kanaya tries to help him, uh, Kanaya tries to help, like, tries to help him put this into words, uh, or figure it out. Um, and she starts by asking about, like, uh, if there's anything that, like, represents him. And Karkat brings up blood as his aspect. Um, they, he talks about how when starting out, he kind of had this idea of what being the Knight of Blood meant, and he thought it was like he was like a badass warrior. Um, and the first thing he latched onto was like ruthless perseverance uh, and uh, having no mercy for anything that stood in your way. Um, 
and over time, uh, he's, he talks about it like he's still sees that as part of what, uh, blood as the concept means to him, um, being a warrior, having a warrior spirit, but he's also come to accept that there's a lot to it that he just doesn't understand and that he doesn't know if he will ever understand what the rest of it means. Yeah. Um, but it's still, but, uh, being a fighter is like still something that matters to him. Um, he admits that even though he really wants to fight and be part of this whole thing, he is absolutely fucking worthless in combat. Um, he's like, yeah, you know, Vriska was riffing on me about it, but it was basically all true. Um, even, you know, Kanai and Terezi, even you both are like, uh, you're not gods here like the rest of them are, but you also are pretty fucking good and I'm not. Um, and he goes into this, he confesses something to Kanai that he hasn't told anybody else before, which is about his denizen. Um, and he says that his denizen, uh, he thinks was a special, like, weakest denizen uh the contrast with how players like caliborn have the strongest denizen he just got saddled with the training wheels of denizen of denizens <laughs> and uh when he met his denizen he didn't even listen to the choice that it gave him uh he just killed it out of spite and this is a i well reading this i really thought this was going to be a way bigger thing in the rest of this conversation but he just kind of says it and then keeps going what part sorry i zoned out about uh wow okay um the, <laughs> the his denizen um and how he killed it yeah because um, in my head i'm picturing like my, my first instinct on reading this chunk was like is this a victim of like the amount of telling versus showing that is happening in the last chunk of this comic um but it he just kind of keeps rolling and then talks about how um uh even like he transitions to talking about how like even though he sucks and like he's not worth much um it matters a lot to him to like stand by his friends and like be part of this whole thing and put himself in the line with them yeah um which is you know, it, a reminder of why we like Carcat in these in these tough Carcat times. Um, and Kanaya says, you know, this is why you're still our leader, uh, even if you don't want to be, because um, he's like, he has this position. Um, yeah, weird conversation. Um, what do you think of like the denizen thing? Um, I don't I don't know what to think of the denizen thing. Uh. Because, like, when I was reading, like, I thought that this was going to be, like, part of, like, I felt, I feel like you could construct, like, a pretty interesting, like, Carcat arc around this. Um, and I kind of wish that if this was, like, a part of the, a detail that was, like, planned out earlier that we had seen it or, like, been privy to it before, because that's, like, a really interesting way to feed into, like, Carcat feeling inadequate is like that the game babies him or that he's given like his his he doesn't even listen to his choice um i think it's a really interesting like character bit contrasted with all the other denizen stuff we've gotten recently yeah i don't know i i really wish that this came earlier yeah 
I kind of agree with that. Um, yeah, it, it's my my uh my editor's note on this is show don't tell. I don't know. Um, <sighs> damn, that would be really fucking sick. I don't know. It it, it it's tough because like you know the rest of this conversation is um good like. I like Carcat being, I like Carcat being Carcat, and Carcat is being like good Carcat here, uh, pretty thoroughly talking about how, um, uh, he wants to stand by his friends. Like that's it's so that's such a strong character thing for him. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's just weird that this like lore detail that is just almost insignificant in the in the is like doesn't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to put it because, like, I don't want to say it's like not significant at all, but it just kind of comes out and then he just keeps going. So yeah. yeah. Hmm. So yeah. Um. Kanaya uh, reveals uh, it's a comment about uh, him being a leader. Um, Kanaya reveals that that was the other part of Echidna's uh terms was that. Carcat needed to live and come and meet Echidna, uh, because the trolls on the new in the new universe are gonna need somebody to lead them. Um so, uh yeah, Carcat is now burdened with being the 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 the, the king of the trolls, or the give them some guidance in some way. Um which is a good way to pay off, I think, his whole leadership thing. Um, this is what I'm talking about, like, I like the Karkat, I like this being the payoff for, like, Karkat's leadership arc, because I think the whole time we have seen, like, that Karkat has strong points, like, being, like, somebody who's in charge. Yeah. Um, like, even if he's not, like, you know, a good fighter, and he's, like, kind of an asshole, like, he's, we've, we've hit on it a couple times that, like, Karkat did a really good job of keeping everything together. Yes. Um, and that things might not have gone so well, or, like, kept it together if Carcat wasn't like at the helm. Yeah. Um and I like that the payoff of this is like, oh, you are now you've proven yourself and now you're tasked with like reforming troll society. Like I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um so uh yeah, I guess that's kind of our, our payoff here. Um Carcat gets like he gets kinda like a uh, gung ho about it, um and he's like, Alright, let's go Kanaya, we can do this. Um, and she's like, all right, my, my goal is to protect you. And he's like, all right, that's awesome. I'm going to go get one of my old sickles. And then she just knocks him the fuck out. And she's like, all right, just stay there. <laughs> it's great. P- poor car cat. <laughs> she just fucking punches him in the back of the head. It's not even really a punch. It's just a, like a, it looks like a light tap. <laughs> like there's an off switch back is- there or something. <laughs> just hit his off switch. He powers down. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, great, great stuff. Um, fucking knocked out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but yeah. Um, I, th- I don't know. I thought I, I thought that conversation was interesting. Like, there's stuff in there that like I feel like is worth talking about, but I feel like I don't have the 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 proper way to like put it into words to talk about it because I know there's like the whole like the, like Carcat's a blood player and blood players uh the blood aspect is about 
like relationships and mm-hmm. the connections between people. And he's a, like, like a knight of blood. Uh, and it's like all, all of this talk about him being the leader and stuff and like his friends, like, I can't, I'm struggling to put it into words. Like I see it. I acknowledge it. I, I'm <laughs> grasping at it. I kind of get, I kind of get what you mean. Like, um, I don't know. The whole class aspect thing, um, is I think actually kind of hard to de- like grapple with when you're reading the comic. Yeah. It's like. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't, like, all of the, the proper details about, like, what each aspect in class mean were, like, not defined in the public sphere until, like, after the comic finished, right? Like, it was, like, it came out, like, afterward, like, the official stuff? Or Yeah, I, I mean, like, there there's, like, some stuff, like, in the comic that you can go off of, such as, like, the the talk about, there's there's, like, some stuff about the hope aspect, when it when it like comes to Jake and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, pre- pretty much whenever Calliope is talking about aspects, like that was some of the more concrete. This is canon class specting talk stuff, uh, mm-hmm. and everything else was just kind of like constructed based on like just the events of the comic, like all, of, all like like Aridin being a prince of hope, like the whole like. Destroyer of the aspect thing that is uh, ascribed to the prince class, like that mm-hmm. for a while, was just based off of Aridin destroying the Matriorb. Like, mm-hmm. like for a good while, a lot of it was just based on a single character who is part of that aspect or class and like what their actions are, and then co- yeah, trying to yeah. Trying to fit all of their actions in the story around, like, two axes, Yeah, basically. I... W- there's not really, like... Yeah, there's still no, like, concrete dis- description of classes yet. Mm. Uh, we do have that for Aspects now, and that did come around, like, a year after the comic ended. Okay. Uh, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I asked. All right. All right. Yeah. You did ask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I don't know. I. It, it, it's. Um. It's. It's a mixed bag. I think. Yeah. Because there's a lot of really good stuff, but it's also kind of like, damn, that would have been cool if that was like more. If there's. It. It feels like Hussey had like something planned out in there. They never really got to. To draw. Yeah. The whole layout. Uh. Um. I. I. I did think the beginning of this conversation was really interesting. It was. It was. Like like you said when we first started, it was kind of hard to parse. Like what they were saying was really simple, but like the way it was presented was like really weird. Uh, mm-hmm. Because they're like the the way they're talking to about themselves, like about, like natural inclinations. Like mm-hmm. like to me, it 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 seems like they're talking about themselves like as characters. Yes, exactly. Uh and and considering that was coming from one of the denizens it 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 makes me wonder like about the nature of like denizens and how they view the players <laughs> cuz like i don't know it's like i mean suburbus is presented has like this whole constructed like idea of like an arc that each yeah 
player has to go through. So it would kind of, it kind of makes sense with that framing that the denizens would yeah uh, also see them that way. Yeah, I it it was just really interesting how it was presented because like when we talk about the characters, like what when we talk about Kanaya and Carcat, we 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 have these ideas of like what they are because of how they're presented through the story. But at the mm. same time, the story pre- presents like this infinite potential and like branch timelines about like what the characters can become. Yet at the same time, th- there is this idea of natural inclination for the character. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the whole like th- think of an apple in your mind and like what what attributes you associate with the concept of an apple. <laughs> but at the same, but at the same time, like there are apples that exist that violate that idea of an apple. Like. It, I think a lot of it comes down to how like, um, it, it's, it's really awkward to write characters talking about themselves as characters without explicitly acknowledging that. Yeah. Um, it just comes across as like, kind of stilted um probably also not helped by the typing quirks still being like a thing uh i don't know just putting that out there i'm still not entirely used to reading like big heady chunks of dialogue in all caps bro what are you talking about that's not a typing quirk they're literally saying that they're yeah they're yelling uh Karkat is yelling and kanaya is emphasizing words in an odd way um but yeah uh I don't know. It, yeah, it, it it's it's cool. Um, the the whole like, I mean, like this this represents a lot. Like we we're just talking about like a medicines, but like it represents a lot in the story, right? Like yeah, Carcat <clears throat> is like getting we're we're like getting it pointed towards like what Carcat's role will be soon. Um, and can I finally like fulfilling like the her destiny that has been established for fucking like I don't know how many thousand pages like a lot um and you know it's i think it's a good payoff um i i didn't mean to like bog it down with talk about how weird it is that Carcat has this whole alt the alt denizen thing that is just brought up and dropped it's it's too late you've already you've already brought it down i we get it you hate the comic now it's okay maybe me maybe me what <laughs> Hey man, hey man, that was that All was right. uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's me hating the comic. Not directed at you. <laughs> All right. All right. I okay. I think th- I think that we hit that pretty good. Um So Jasper's sprite squared. Yes, the best character in the comic. <laughs> my my god. Um what a sheer volume of words and pictures are devoted to this sudden character in this reading. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it The crazy thing is that Calliope is literally coming back from the dead, and the focus is on Jasper's sprite. Um, it, it, kind of insane. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we now have to contend with this character's existence. Um, yeah, uh, I'm just gonna call them Jaspros. Um, that, that's I, what everyone does. That's, it's, it's too many syllables otherwise. Um, so, 
Jasper is kind of uh, starts out here with a long, uh, rambling monologue, uh, as seems to be characteristic of them about uh, their own faith in Roxy and Calliope's return, uh, and uh, how great how great it is and how great they are for knowing it, um, and how they're both Rose and a cat. Um, did you know that? Um, and, uh, Rose is the, the <laughs> Rose, vanilla Rose is just sitting there with her face in a pillow, just fuming. Understandably um, so. <laughs> <laughs> not taking well to this. Um, they, uh, in, yeah, Rose's Jasper's kind of fawns over Calliope a little bit. Um, Rose is not amused by this. Um, and then uh, Jasper's turns to Jane spontaneously and, and shares their entire life and death stories, both, uh, with everybody. Um, just out of, out of left field, very odd um is also hitting on jade now on uh, jane now um just a wild time yeah um i did i uh, yeah um i i'm frantically gesturing i uh <laughs> do you just not know what to think of jasper's i have i mean <laughs> i i don't think i do <laughs> Um, they're hyperactive, uh, they just talk a shitload, and do not really leave a ton of room for interaction, uh, with the other characters. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's hard to form an opinion here, um, because they are just kind of, like, arbitrarily doing things. I mean, the part cat. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I buy it. Like, it it's it's characteristic. Uh, but from a storytelling perspective, it's uh, a lot. <laughs> true, true. Um, they <laughs> Jasper's mentions um something about uh the squaring of sprites um and how they how they can now recall uh the lives of many roses um and jaspers um and now they're just like the culmination of all of that which is in uh i guess a in interesting unforeseen detail um but it just kind of is is brought up um and then they keep talking <laughs> um like what do you want? What do you want me to say about this? What, what what would you say about this if you were in charge? I'm putting you on I, the spot. I think they're neat. <laughs> Fair enough. Funny, funny cat rose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah. Um, Jasper's does remind us uh, that there's still part of a plan uh, to. To set up to, to be able to heal everybody with Jade. Jasper's reminds everybody that they're still part of a plan to, to set up a, a healing network to support Jane. Um, and then uh, makes a window and fucking 
zips out and then uh, uh annoys everybody in the comic a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You you uh, so you're not gonna say anything about the the f- was, funny what? phrases that are being dropped. You're not, you're not gonna say, you're not gonna phrases? say anything about pussy pancake. I knew you were going to fucking say pussy pancake. You, 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 you're not gonna say anything about how's that <laughs> sound cookie tits doesn't tickle your toe beans. <laughs> Is this a meme? I feel like I've seen I feel like I've seen people say this before. That does it does it tickle your toe beans? <laughs> I This is unreal. I don't know if it's a meme. I as far as I'm aware, that originates in Homestuck. <laughs> Good, good heavens. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I guess as for like what I think of Jasper as them, like themselves, like the as a as a one character who keeps talking, like they're funny. Um, uh, but like I'm still more blind. I'm like still too blindsided to like form an opinion, like. <laughs> I'm being bowled over by Homestuck. <laughs> it's just happening. It's just happening, and I am just here to watch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, I do the the appearance that they make. Uh, to Kanaya is very cute and very sweet. Um, I I like it a lot. It's very nice. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Um, the aggressive nuzzle is very sweet. Um, then, uh, they, they appear to, to harass the striders. Um, they say a lot of words at them, uh, that are not reciprocated. Um, I do think it's funny how much offense they take, uh, to Dirk and Dave, like, not saying anything. Like, that's pretty characteristic of a cat. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. Just fucking leave again. <laughs> uh, let's see where are we at. Oh, they appear to uh to to Jake and Taver Sprite, who are just kind of hanging out. Um, this this scene looks like Jake is like hiding, <laughs> like Taver Sprite is about to murder him. Um, no, Tavros, don't do it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Um. But yeah, uh, Jasper's again appears, um, has an awkward stare down with Jake, uh, once again, uh, is like, oh, you guys fucking suck, bye, and makes a, 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 uh, a, a comment about the, the last sprite that's been, not been, the last kernel that hasn't been prototyped, um, and they immediately come back to the, to the Lilypad gang, um, to uh say hey there's still a sprite i want to use the sprite um rose uh is uh once again uh in hell and is like no you can't do that that has tactical value uh that's for reviving any of our friends who die in the battle and jasper's is like that sounds kind of stupid and also i don't like Vriska, and so we're gonna do what she didn't want us to do. Um, uh, uh, who, who do we ha- who do, whose bodies do we have? Uh, we have Aridin, who sucks. 
we have Fairy, uh, who I don't care about. Uh, we have Solix, who um, I don't know. And then we have the cat. Uh, I wonder who we should bring back to life. <laughs> for, for for the readers who don't remember, there was a very brief sequence where Jasper Sprite and Nepeta spoke to each other way back yeah. right before Cascade. And this is the yeah, this is that... the payoff for that. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that that was I, I yeah, we we discussed that and it was a very good sequence. Um the all of like the the Jasper Sprite stuff was great. Um, it's fucking so weird that, like, this is the payoff now. Um, and I'm not sure I, I'm not totally sure if, like, I like thinking about it that way, because it's just fucking, all the, all, like, the old Jasper Sprite stuff was, like, it was very intermittent, it was very, like, short and sweet, Yeah, and, like, um, what's the word for it? It was, like, very understated, um... And this is, like, the opposite of all of those. I mean, it's, it's, like, sweet in parts, but it's really aggressive. Listen, buddy, it's called Subversion of Expectations. You oh wouldn't get God. it. <laughs> so true. So true. Um, but, yeah, uh, we're gonna get the payoff. We're gonna, uh, as, as Jasper is a uh, fucking, uh... Cheshire cats away uh into the universe um and, and pieces out. And uh Terezi is just like, oh yeah, I guess we're gonna get Nepeta back. And Rose is in hell. Let's go. So, yeah. Let's go. Um And then I hit next and I have a heart attack. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You don't have to be afraid anymore. <laughs> I'm so grateful that this is, like, normally structured, um, just for the sole reason of, like, tabbing back and forth through these while we discuss them. Yeah. Uh, if it, when they're real characters, like, it's such a fucking pain in the ass. Whatever, man. Um, that's a, that's a you <laughs> problem. <laughs> it, it, it gets annoying when you hit, like, left, right, and you hit, like, uh, left and then right, and you don't get back to the page that you were just on. Um, but it's fine. It's not real. It can't hurt me. Um, Whatever. Uh, when when you were going through the sequence, did you, like, mouse over the stuff? I um, I did it, like, after one, and then I, like, forgot. Because I saw that after the first one, it does have, like, the picture of them. Yeah, it, it, it's, it. It, it's different, and it updates, like, every time you come back to it. It's supposed to give you, like, oh. little little insights that are funny and there's I'll, there's some really funny rose content in there that i think you would enjoy i will i will pay attention to these okay uh, <laughs> as we as we go through them um but yeah uh very very scary looking page but it's it's okay um so we go to uh to dave and dirk um just kind of sitting uh, on top of some ruins on Dirk's planet, um, and they're just kind of sitting. They're they're really sitting there. They yeah. <laughs> um, the long-awaited Strider reunion uh is just as awkward as everybody expected. I think. Of course. Yeah. 
Um, and that's that's kind of what they are just doing uh, on this first visit. They're awkwardly trying not to look at each other and not really talking. Yeah. Yeah. Great. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there, everybody. Um, we then uh, go over to the Lily Pad Gang. Uh, once once more. Um, and we finally turn to the to Calliope, who is alive now. Whoa! Um, wait, when did that happen? <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> what the heck? That, <laughs> that, that's part of it, right? Is like Calliope fucking comes back to life and like gets to be alive and like meet everybody. And Jaspers is just there and like aggressively there. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. Everybody gets to be introduced to her. Um, and uh, they all they all flatter her a bit. Um, she's very she's she's met with a very warm welcome um, to everybody, which feels which feels kind of nice. Um, the yeah, some of the stuff they say to her about like uh, the like flattery and like having a skull for a face like isn't pretty like some of this like i don't know what do you think of this conversation what do you mean um i don't know it feels like a kind of odd the way that it, it like dances like it, it gets like tossed around between like um being like oh my gosh calliope like you're so pretty uh versus like calliope of a skull for a head it's weird um I think John has, like, a, a, a good, like, wraps it up well, being like, you know, the skull monster look is a lot more charming when you're not Caliborn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was wondering if you had any thoughts on, like, the, like, Terezi, like, kind of being Terezi about it, uh, or any of this stuff. I, um, I, I think it's funny that Terezi is, like, I am the true arbiter in determining what is beautiful and what is not. Let me lick your face to determine. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I, she's a funny little skull. Like, I don't know. Yep. So true. So true. Um, yeah. She has friends now. It's, it's great. Um, it's really good. Uh, John, um, is, John, it's, it, it's, it's, John is very nice, um, and I like this conversation between them, um, and he's like, hey, it's good to see the, the, the ring that I got, uh, paid off, um, welcome to being alive, uh, Rose questions, uh, Calliope's importance slash unimportance, um, it is true that showing up, like, on the scene of, like, the final battle, what will imminently be the scene of the final battle with a one-of-a-kind ring is, like, you would think that she would have a lot to do, uh, which I think is a fair observation. Nah. Nah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess I should just stop overthinking things. Um, there's There's some meta commentary about the having an arc and how maybe things are not always going to be like that which you know is also fair um so yeah uh welcome welcome to being alive calliope um 
Roxy pulls away for a conversation, and uh, we two are are yanked away, uh, back to the fake character select. Uh, yeah. Dave and Dirk are now chilling, uh, fifty feet apart from one another. <laughs> Sad. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Um. We then go to the uh, ghost Vriska and and Mina. Um, oh no. I'm really, I'm not, I, I was really disappointed to see, like, Vrisk get the parentheses, um, it, cause the only time we've seen that was, like, when it was the other John through time. Yeah. Um, it just feels like a little bit of a weird slap in the face. I don't know. Don't worry, it's gonna keep going. <laughs> Great. Um, so yeah, uh, the most upsetting thing is that, uh, Ghost Riska is uh, now pro horse. Um, <laughs> what? Why is that a bad thing? You don't like horses? I don't, I don't like horses. We've established this. I don't like horses. Okay, I can get behind they're, that. They're they're too big and they look weird. They're a little bit scary. I don't like them. They're they're, they're a little. <laughs> they're yes. Um, Have you ever ridden fucking, a horse? I've not. Uh, I I did, and I it's like a core memory from when I was like six. And I vividly mm-hmm. remember, like, the horse stopping to poop. And it was, it, like, ruined the entire experience. <laughs> Illusion shattered. <laughs> Horses poop. <laughs> yeah, uh, Riska is pro horse now. Um, but, uh, she's fine with it now. Um, may- maybe some of that trauma, uh, came from growing up living next to Equius. Uh, who can really say? Um,. So, uh, Vriska is, uh, kind of prods at Mina, uh, like, hey, don't you want to do something? Like, you want to hang out? Um, do you want to do anything? And, uh, Mina is, uh, really just not feeling it right now. Um, she's really reluctant to talk, uh, and after a little bit more prodding, uh, she opens up a little bit, um, and she talks about how just kind of bored uh with with everything right now um and how dreams don't really there's no real magic to them anymore for her yeah um like it, it all kind of starts to blend together um and all that she can think of is the aggressive fakeness of it and how it's you know not real um and uh yeah, trouble in paradise, I guess. Uh it's 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 a little bit tough. Um But uh in the midst of all this, um the the the, the living Vriska appears um and is like, Hey, shut the fuck up, give me the box. Um and it's it, this is jarring. <laughs> it's all falling apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the like, art style difference between, like, 76, 91, and 92 is, like, so, like, it's, I feel like this should be accompanied by, like, a vine boom. <laughs> <laughs> I need the treasure. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, um, I guess we're gonna watch everything fucking fall apart, uh, soon. Um, this is, a, this is, this is a fun one. But yeah. 
Um, that's 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 that chunk. Um. Yeah, all right, I'm I'm checking the page now. Uh, Dave and Dirk are still chilling fifty feet away from each other, but now Dave is just lying down. Um, the 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 uh what was it Rose and Jane and John and Therese are just talking about uh Jane's dream uh while Roxy and Calappy talk and it looks like uh Mina is just looking on all the two of Riska's duke it out um horrible yeah rough rough times the, for sure the Vriskas yeah. should not be fighting they should be friends it's a terrible time to be a Vriska fan everybody um. So then we go to uh, the aside uh, of Roxy and Calliope's conversation. Um, and this is, this is another really good part of this reading, I think. Um, Roxy is like, hey, you matter. Um, and it's, it's, it's very, it's really great. Yeah. Um, she talks about how, like, Calliope is, like, a motivator and, like, was a symbol of hope for her throughout this ent- entire thing. Um, and how she probably wouldn't be able to do it, uh, without, uh, that force in her life. Um, which is, it's really good. Yeah. Um, I, I like that there's, these characters are reunited. Um, they, uh, let's see. Uh, we once again are brought into the topic of more than one version of a person. Um, and the way that Calliope sees that in relation to Alt-Calliope. Um, and how even though Alt-Calliope was the dead, was the, uh, the one from the Doom timeline, um, that could never exist, uh, this Calliope feels still inadequate, um, and, like, she's still not the, the proper version of her being the one that was raised uh, talking to humans and uh, in this setting that would never be normal for a cherub. Yeah. Um, and Roxy tries to, uh, or, uh, before, um, blah, 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 blah. uh, the other thing, the, 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 oh my God, English. The key thing that Calliope, like, says here about the way that she views it is that she sees um, Alt Calliope's parting message of live um, as the way that, like, a soldier would talk to about, like, a civilian, um, which is, I don't know, really fucking cold and shitty, um, the way that she puts it. Yeah. Um, and Roxy uh, is like, I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's uh, true at all. I don't think that's correct at all. Um and Roxy provides like kind of a, a nicer perspective on it, which is that uh, my train of thought just ran off a fucking cliff. Oh my god. Um, Ro- Roxy says, you know, you being the definitive version of Calliope could mean that you are the one who can actually, you know, live this life and that uh, represent like Calliope at her full poten- full potential, um, in a way, uh. And that, like, there's no, there, there is no more important Calliope. Um, both of you are, neither one of you could have existed without the other. Uh, so it's foolish to get caught up in, like, the legitimacy of your existence when 
you do exist and like uh i'm here and i think you're pretty great and you know why get caught up in the rest of it i think that's what this was about i'm not sure yeah <laughs> yeah it is yeah yeah it's yeah it's it's really nice yeah it's, um, it's, it's nice and it's I, I i think it's probably the probably one of the more interesting interpretations of the the which version of the character is the the quote-unquote real version uh yeah because roxy's right they they are both just as legitimate as the other mm-hmm. like they uh, yeah i like this answer to it i think this is maybe like this is the only answer that you can really give to like this whole question right yeah. it's like uh when all these different versions of these characters exist, like, if you saw one to the face, like, not even like, a, not even, like, a matter of nicety, like, it just kind of is factually true, like, at the end of the day, like, you do exist, um, and yeah. there's no real reason to to deliberate on that, um, which I think is a good takeaway. So, yeah. Um, it, yeah. It's, it's pretty good. Um... And she, uh, okay. Roxy also asks Calliope, uh, if she can be with her while she tries to conjure the matrior because she thinks that, uh, Calliope's, uh, relation to space, uh, might be valuable in her exploration of the void. Um, I don't know. She, the, uh, this, this is, this is the part that's like class stuff. Yeah. Or aspect stuff. Uh, it's happening. Um, yeah, R- Rox is going to try to make the matriarch. Great. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? What else is going on over here? Um, all right. So it looks like, uh, Dave has passed away and Dirk has come over to check on him. <laughs> um, the topic of conversation, uh, wh- uh, while Rose, well, while Roxy and Clyde were talking has shifted to, um, Jasper Sprite, uh, Kanaya, uh, Harry Anderson, um, and, uh, uh, more, a burgeoning kismisitude between John and Terezi. Real. <laughs> Real. Um, the two friskas continue to fight while Mina imagines dolphins swimming with dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, Roxy and Calliope are vibing. Um, so let's see, uh, we proceed onward, um, to the other side, the other side of the lily pad, uh, as Rose has her own, uh, her, her own identity crisis moment. Um, we, we really are speed running doing a Dave Sprite, I think. (laughs) I told you, you'd be surprised. (laughs) There's so many words. Um... Yeah, uh, Rose also is, like, she is, like, uh, upset with the existence of another Rose, and is particularly perturbed by, uh, the whole Sprite Squared thing, um, and the frustration with, like, just a version of her that's, like, more powerful and also absurd. Yeah. Um, uh, she's, like... John, it's so unfair that you never had to deal with a weird bullshit animal version of yourself. Um, and uh, John is like, I don't know. Sucks to suck. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting that that was pointed out. 
It sure would yeah. be a shame if that managed to happen before the comic ended. Uh-oh. 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 It, it won't. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um... Yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, John has, um, this is the, this is one of my favorite takes, um, on, on this shit. Uh, John has a line in here. I think maybe we should just try to drop the stuff about who is the real version of who anyway. It's weird and it just hurts people's feelings. Absolute fucking Chad response to all of this stuff going on. So true. I I love this take. John looked at an alternate version of himself that that got retconned into like irrelevancy and and said, "I don't know, man, figure it out." And then just goes and says this. It's so funny. It, it's true though. It does just hurt people's feelings. Yeah, th- this is this is a good uh this is a good uh citation for if you want to write a paper on why John is the best character in this comic. God. Um Yeah. Uh <laughs> and, and John John does is like um Rose is really like in like paranoid like about this whole thing. And John does elaborate in like a really uh I think insightful way here that like um I don't think that she I don't think that uh uh Jasper uh cares about um I don't know. I've been referring to Jaspers as they up to this point. Um, I don't know if that's correct. John is calling them she. I don't know. If, like, I don't think it matters that much. Um, it's just making it hard for me to read here. Um, John is like, I don't think that uh, she cares about like usurping the real Rose. I think that she's just kind of zipping around uh, like a like a crazy cat person. Um, and he's, he's like, you know, if they don't care, like, why should you care? Um, which I, I think is a pretty fair perspective. And then Rose is like, because of the brand. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah. Uh, let's see. John and Rose uh, kind of have like a, man, I missed you. And it's great. Um, and uh, then, uh, let's see. John makes a remark that I think is pretty funny about how um if uh if if Rose and Kanaya manage to survive Riska suddenly existing, then like they've gotta have something pretty special, which is I think a great observation. True. True. <laughs> and then uh Therese make makes fun of makes fun of him for it. Um Yeah, uh Therese uh makes eyes question mark at John um in a in a spade like way. Um yeah that happened. Yeah that does happen. <laughs> um and yeah they kinda riff on a little bit. Um talk about uh whatever's going on with Dave. Uh and yeah. Um that happens. Uh, they make some comments on it, um, but I don't really like. I don't know. We're gonna get to that. True. Uh, True. Let's see. We are gonna get to that. <laughs> what's what's going on everywhere? Uh, let's see. Um, Dave is on the computer. Uh, the other people in the loop pad are just talking about uh, 
Roxy and Calliope sitting there vibing. Uh, Mina is now fantasizing herself with some uh, Minecraft gold ingots. <laughs> um, Roxy is glowing. And uh, everybody is just thinking about Roxy. Or John is, anyway. I, I, okay, there's that's where this pop bubble is coming from. Good for him. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, Roxy materializes the matriarch. Whoa. Whoa, glad that problem solved. Yeah. Uh, so, I wanna... There's a detail here. Uh, 7708. Are these, like, all, like, extended Pantheon signs that are just now, like, brought into canonness? I... I don't... Is this, like, an existent alphabet that I'm not aware of? I... Okay. (laughs) Uh... We'll talk about the extended Zodiac when when we get to that episode, but the extended Zodiac does have, like, a set of... Oh, God, how many is it? 12 times... 12? 140... It's like a fucking lot. It's, it's 144 symbols that that are just new Zodiac signs, and I, I haven't stared at the symbols long enough to, like, recognize any of them. But <laughs> some of them do look kind of like they would fit into it. Yeah, I yeah I I just wanted to to call out the um the new iconography here, um as as Roxy focuses on the spiky egg ball and then brings it into existence. But yeah, we fucking we finally did it. There's a new matriarch. Let's go. We did it, everybody. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Um, let's see. Uh, back to the characters. Like, what's going on here? Um. Dave is still on the computer. Uh, Jasper Sprite is is back. Um, Mina is thinking about being carried around by Curlaws. Um, Roxy and Clappy are, are departing. Uh, and uh, Rose is in hell. Um, <laughs> yep. So true. That's a- so let's let's see what's let's see what let's see what Jasper's has to say. Everything's horrible again. <laughs> everything's not horrible it's just like it just everything happens so fast john i don't know how to process this um jasper's uh uh, butts in with a with the impromptu monologue about how much they love themselves um and uh how they they inherited both rose's narcissism and uh, Jasper's love of Rose, so they're just self-obsessed, and Rose is like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, but Jasper's is here on business. Um, they're here to, to, to take Jane uh, to, to meet somebody, um, and they fucking zip away into the sky. Um, absolutely just pelts Jane into the fucking, like, Jesus Christ, this is violent. Um, just launches Jane into <laughs> a brick wall and lets her bounce around a little bit. It is, it is pretty um, violent. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's a good thing these, these god tears are indestructible. <laughs> I feel like in a, in a, in a different world, this, like, this panel ends with, like, Jane doing, like, the family guy fall over pose. <laughs> <laughs> like dead um 
But that's not the greater there. Um, the person that the Jaspers took Jane to meet is Nana Sprite. Wow. Whoa. Who remembers Nana Sprite? I do. Who remember? <laughs> Who remember? I, I, I remember. I remember. <laughs> I don't know, I'm looking forward to that. I think that that's good. Um, Nana Sprite hasn't been in the comic for a hot minute. Um, let's see. Let's let's see what's going on in in uh in 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 character select world. Um, Dirk has passed. Um, rip, <laughs> rip. Uh, there's now a a whole uh Kismesis Square um uh, merging on the lily pad. Horrifying. Uh, the two Vriskas are still fighting. Uh, Mina is now fantasizing about kissing a big gold statue of herself. Um. Uh, Rose is fucking, uh, miserable as, uh, John and Terezi, uh, hash it out. Um, just not having a good time, uh, <laughs> <laughs> at all. Um, let's see, uh, Roxy and Calliope appear to be bound for, uh, Jade's planet, and, uh, Jane and Nana Sprite are just kind of there. Um... We see uh, Roxy drops Calliope off at uh, Jade's house um, uh, on her planet um, and is like, hey, it's been chill. Uh, really, really happy that you're around. Uh, I'm going to let you hang with the mayor. Let's go. Um, let's fucking go. Uh, and she's like, you know, re- really good. Really good to see you. Um, I got to I got to go. Uh, and she goes. So, yeah, um, I hope, I hope that that resolves well. It's all gonna be horrible, don't worry about it. (laughs) Okay. Um, meanwhile, uh, Dave and Dirk are, are back to just sitting, uh, in close proximity again. Um, the... The, the the lily pad is just a fucking nightmare now. Um, John and John and Terezi are are just talking about everything. Uh, Rose is consumed with I, the the Rose Kismesis Jasper's thing is really odd. Um, but it is kind of funny, so I will let it slide. Um. Uh, things continue to not progress in in Vriska world. Um. The <laughs> Rose is like Rose has like a big dumb smile on her face, thinking about like smothering Jasper. I this is one of my favorite Rose pictures, like in the comic. It it's so good. <laughs> the evil Rose face is one of my favorites. This is amazing. Um, I'm so glad you pointed this out to me. You're welcome. Uh, um. Jasper's is uh, above. That's a uh, that's Jake's planet, right? Or is that? I think it's Jake's planet. No, that's um, wait. Hang on. Is that Jake's or Dirk, Dirk's planet? That does it, I think that's Jake's planet. I think it is. Um. And uh, Calliope meets the mayor. <laughs> Calliope is about to brutally kill the mayor. This is another extremely powerful. I don't image. know why it's framed like this. It looks like it's from a horror movie. <laughs> it looks like a far side comic. <laughs> it's really good. Um 
All right. Now, okay. This is now we get to go to the big Whoa, the uh, the meat of the reading. The the yeah, this is the part that I was just like, all right, we got to get to this chunk. Um the fucking the the years in the making. The moment. It's um, the moment. <laughs> this is the Dave lets it all out moment. Um and man, it's pretty good. It's a lot. Um so they they're just kind of sitting around um talking about what's what's going on awkwardly um and Dirk is like hey is it like fucked up and weird that i idolized a version of you when i was alive or like when i was growing up um and dave is like that's fucking wild, because I was not looking forward to this at all, and I cannot imagine a world in which I would be enthusiastic about meeting an alternate uh, version of Bro. Man. Um, yeah, he just kind of says it, and it's kind of brutal. And, um, but it's it, it, it represents a lot, and he goes on to say a fucking lot about it. Um... Yeah, okay, where do I start here? Um, Dave, at some point, um, or gradually, not even at some point, gradually over time realized uh, how fucked up his life was. Um, and everything, all of the time that we spent talking about how weird the Strider home life was, the start of the comic, is finally vindicated because it pays off. Um, and it pays off in, like... The way that Dave talks about this is, like, legitimately kind of upsetting. Yeah. Um... He's, like... He talks about how... Like... The... Like, how fucked up it was. Like, how fucked up his... Like, just growing up like that was. Um... He, like, mentions, like... How... Like, he's talking about things that, like, trigger him, right? Yeah. Like, he's, like... I, like, he's, like, talking about, like, he has, like, fucking PTSD about, like, metal noises and, like, the sight of blood. Um, and, like, he just, it's, it's, it's really sincere. Um, and just the, I don't know how to, uh, he just puts it all out there. Um, I'm, I, okay, I'm, I'm struggling to, like, go through this coherently so I'll, I'll, I'll back up for a second um dave uh just has at some point had a realization about how he really feels about bro and the ironic respect and like glorification that he had for him uh all this time has kind of like peeled away and he's realized that the way that bro raised him was awful that bro probably just did not care about him uh dave has no doubt in his mind that bro hated him and that was the only emotion he felt towards him um and the way that he grew up was so fucked up and not normal compared to all of his friends uh and he only realized how messed up this all was until he was surrounded by people in real life who cared about him and he had that support and it, it Damn. Yeah, yeah. Damn. <laughs> Damn is right. It. This part's like so rough. It. Yeah. 
because um, like I, I when 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 we first started talking about the the Dave and Bro stuff back back when we first started the podcast, way back when, d- like this is like this conversation was like present in my mind. I was like, we really need to talk about this early on, uh, because it'll it'll help when we when we talk about this now because like. Mm-hmm. It it really does. I, I don't want to say it paints it in a different light because we did talk about how back then there was like an aura to like how weird it was, but there was a significant difference in tone. I think is what you're getting. At yeah, in the comments. Yeah. Uh, w- when this update came out, there was like a big whoa, like yeah. like a collective whoa from the fandom, and like. Everybody had, like, an idea in their mind that, like, yes, bro was shitty. Uh, mm-hmm. But when you when you have, like, Dave finally talking about it from his perspective, like, it's rough. It's, like, way more rough than the early comic makes it seem. And... Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's, it's just a lot, like... I don't even I don't even know what I want to say about it because I think I think Dave says it pretty well. Yeah, um, it's like yeah, because when we did when we were talking about the, at the start, um, I think it would be really easy for this to like feel like it came out of left field, um, in even more than it already sort of does. Yeah, um, if not thinking about like the 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 early like Act Two shit, um, from like a critical perspective, right? Yeah. Um, cause, you know, when I was reading it as a kid, like, you know, it's fucking weird and wacky, but like, you know, you don't think of it from the perspective, like, I didn't think of it from the perspective of like, uh, oh, like, there's like a standard of like reality in this comic. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was always like silly and cartoonish. Like, I thought it was like silly and cartoonish and like, it is to an extent the way it's portrayed. Um, but like. It, I think that it definitely leaves room for this to be a, a payoff to that, right? Yeah. Um, there's, th- like, Dave's uncertainty about his feelings about Bro, or, like, not wanting to talk about it, besides this, like, ironic uh, veneration of him, has been, like, the thing the whole way through. Um, and it... It's both surprising and it feels like something that has been like a long fucking time coming and it's like very earned for Dave just to come out and say like, yeah, I mean, bro was shitty and he was abusive and I was not raised well by him and I was not excited to the idea of meeting him. Um, And it feels like a really fitting payoff to all that. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm more glad that Dave is like opening up like... Yeah, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, there, our fridge was full of knives. Yeah. Um. Then, then it would be if, like, he met up, he met Dirk, and he was like, "Dude, you're so cool." Yeah. Um, and I, 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 I like, I like this. I think yeah. it's really, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, so some of the things I like about this is like there are like small nods to to like really early conversations i i think the biggest one that stands out is when dave talks about how his friends would complain about their parents and yeah. and i i remember like really early on in the podcast there, there there's this one moment in like 
act like two where mm-hmm. where John is like, yeah, my dad sucks too, dude. And and we were both like, eh. yeah, I remember. I remember that. Yeah, because it's, it's like it, it makes it pretty clear that like John does not have a grasp on Dave's living situation. But because John is like a kid, he's like, yeah, my dad sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, when in reality, like his dad, like cares about him. Yeah. And I think the more important half of that is like Dave at that age just also didn't understand that like bro didn't care about. Him. Yeah. Um, like, or, or like he didn't, he just didn't understand like how fucked up his, his life was. Yeah. Um, cause he had no frame of reference. Like he had no, like, uh, he, he had like, I think we've established this point that like the kids had no like friends in real life. Um, probably never fucking left the apartment. Yeah. Um, like David just brought up in that in his entire life. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it, damn. Um, it becomes really hard to talk about when it's like, Dave's like, yeah, that shit all happened and like was real. And like, I am a person and it fucked me up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, it feels like very like real and raw for Dave being like, yeah, I don't want, I don't fucking like fighting. Like, I don't like any of this shit because I like grew up having to do it constantly. Um, and like, I, but I have to now, um, or like. I didn't want to be a hero because that also meant being, like, bro. Yeah. Um, which is, like, yeah. It, I was wondering if, like, I, I didn't put a ton of thought into this yet, but, like, I, it occurred to me, like, how this squared with, like, uh, the Dave Are You Gay Now conversation. Um, I, it, it's, it's not, like, explicitly mentioned, but part of me kind of questions, like, the, like, how... Uh, like, being straight was, like, an expectation for him growing up, too, if this is, like, part of it. I don't know. It doesn't necessarily have to be part of that, but it's it, it's interesting to to consider, like, him specifically comparing that to, like, being a hero, and then, like, bringing up being a hero as, like, being, like, bro here. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, and it's, it's like, kind of rubbed... It's, it's even more, like, rubbed in by Dave, like, bringing up details about it. Like, the puppet shit. And even Dirk is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what the... What the fuck? Um... So, yeah. Uh, Dave puts it all out there. It's, uh, horrible and Im- immensely satisfying to finally have this, like, just be a conversation that we're having. Yeah. Um... He, he speculates that, like, uh, that maybe Bro was just like that because he spent 30 years, uh, around the, the Hail Puppet, around Cal. Um, even though I don't think that, like, this is interesting, right? Because I don't know, does Dave have any understanding of, like, what little Cal is here? Like, I'm trying to think. I don't think that Dave has been given any context, right? Um, or does he? I don't know. 
I, I, I can't remember any specific moment where he was given information. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my immediate assumption is it was part of the information that Vriska somehow managed to gather and then just like told him, like, "Hey, that puppet, the puppet's a little fucked up." <laughs> I cause but like I can't I can't I can't think of like any moment where he could have like known. I mean, I don't even know, like, I, I think that we can kind of safely assume that, like, he, like, that, I, I don't think we have any reason to assume that that was part of what Vriska, like, told everybody, because that was given directly to us, right, as part of the, like, Act 6, Act 6, Act 4, yeah. or Act 5. Yeah. Um, so, like, I this didn't even occur to me on my first read through it, but, like, it's even, it's, like, more fucking sad that, like, Dave is, like, talking about this without even understanding that, like, Lil' Cal is, like, literally, like, a, a hell monster. Yeah. Like, like, damn. Like, he just raises that as, like, a potential excuse. Um. But, like, even, even, excuse. E- even if he knew more about Cal, like, I feel like that would make it worse, because, like, if he knew anything about, like, the contents of Cal, like, part of Dirk is in there. If anything, that would, like, that would make him feel, like, worse about, like, the the concept of Dirk in general. Yeah, I guess so, but, like, him not knowing that Cal is, like, part Caliborn uh, also means that he just brings up Cal as, like, a, like, a thing that he has, like, no rational reason to suspect would, like, make Bro fucked up as just, like, a reason that Bro could have been fucked up. Like, it, it it feels like, um, I don't know, like, Dave still, ha- like, is trying to make some room for it not to have been Bro's fault that he was so awful. Yeah. I don't know. Um, which is, you know, also, like, that that's what I mean when I say, like, it's, it's, it's rougher that he doesn't know. But that, you're right, that would also be kind of messed up if he didn't know. It would, it would make, it would present an obstacle to this conversation. Um, but yeah, he, he kind of stops himself and he's like, it. It doesn't matter why he was like that. It just matters that that was how I was raised, and it fucked me up. Yeah, which is I think, a, yeah, um, the <laughs> it's it gets hard for me to talk about the this because like this is the part where suddenly like Dave actually had an abusive parent situation, which is not a a, a situation I've any experience with, and it's a pretty heavy one. So yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, um. It's, it's pretty fucking, pretty fucking dismal. Um, Dirk, uh, mentions Cal and he's like, yeah, so apparently my version was empty. Um, so, uh, and, and, and Dave is like, yeah, I don't think that our version was empty. So I guess he, he, he has some sense of something, which I mean, would make sense since he grew up around the thing. Um, this also was, like, a good avenue to, like, get me, the reader, thinking about, like, wow, yeah, like, fucking Dave grew grew up, like, his entire life, like, haunted by, like, the fucking, by Lord English, basically. Yeah. Um, horrible. Horrible. Frightening. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Dirk, Dirk's response. Um, uh, 
Dirk says that uh, he feels responsible in some capacity for uh, Dave's life being like that, which is a weird response. Um, but uh, yeah, Dirk talks about how he his his this the splinters come back this this concept um and how dirk sees every version of himself that has existed uh as something that he is personally responsible for so he has a pretty different yeah this is this is dirk's take on the whole different versions of one person yeah um and how he sees every alternate version of himself's negative qualities reflect him he sees himself reflected in them in the worst ways um and so he feels personally guilty for the way that Dave's life was. Um, and he's like, you know, maybe my apology doesn't matter, but like, I'm I'm sorry I messed up your life, which is, I don't know, kind of a kind of a weird thing to say to somebody. I think, um, I don't know. Uh, I'm not an expert. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, Dave's like, I mean, sure. Um. Even if even if you didn't do anything, I guess I'll accept your apology. Um. Yeah. Uh. And Dave's like, yeah. I. Uh. Dave. Dave says, um. I feel like I needed to. I need to get that out there. And the only person who was going to get it out of me was a weird, um. Stand teen standing phantom of my dead bro is what he says. Um. And Dirk is like, well, you know, I Dirk has some shit to get out there too. Um. And he's like, yeah, I am also kind of a fucked up toxic person. And you, it it's weird that you say that because, like, I can totally seem like a version of myself that would end up being that fucked up. Um, Damn. Yeah. That's, that's uh, rough. Yeah. Rough, weird thing to say in this to Dave, also rough. Um, but... Dave res- Dave's response to this is like, you know, the the fact that you're worried, like that you see that and like you're worried about it or you're that makes you upset is like I think enough cuz the way that Dave sees it is that he doesn't think that bro ever fucking like worried once about being a bad parent and this, that was just the way he was. That he he just was like that and he didn't care. Yeah. Um and he's like, you know, you having some internal struggle about it means that you're not on your way to being like that. Um, what, what was he saying here at the end? Uh, what's the line that I was highlighting? Yeah. Um, it's obviously been fine with that, which means that you care enough to put in some effort, which I think that counts for something, which is, yeah. It's, yeah. That's a good line. Um,. Dirk is really grateful for this response, and he's like, you know, it it feels good to hear somebody uh, actually criticize me, um, who isn't just another fucked up evil version of myself, because uh, Dirk's Dirk growing up kind of had the an opposite problem where he was the only his friends all were. Um, I mean, Roxy and Jane just, I mean, we remember how early act six went, right? Like, Yeah. <laughs> everyone was just hella horny for Dirk. Um, and he couldn't really get any serious feedback from anybody besides uh, his weird robot clone who was just fucking with him constantly. 
Um, and so Dirk's like, you know what? Thank you for just saying that I was... Just, thank you for saying that another version of me was fucked up. Uh, and also not being an other evil version of me. Because I needed to hear that from somebody who wasn't an evil version of me. <laughs> <laughs> um... They talk about, uh, Dirk then goes on, Dave asks Dirk about the other version of Dave, um, and Dirk tells him about it, uh, tells him about him, um, and his relationship to his bro, um, and Dirk kind of, Dirk elaborates on how Alpha Dave was a historical figure, uh, never knew him, um, but his personal mythologicalization of him was really important to him growing up. Um, And he talks about how cool he was. uh, And Dave... On a couple points, Dave is like, damn, that sounds fucking based. Um, (laughs) But what what Dirk really wants to uh, get across is like, yeah, he was this person I never knew, but I had this idea of him in my head, and I wanted to be like him. I admired this person that I never knew. So we had the opposite situation where like, Dave kind of put on this fake admiration of a person he knew too well to be horrible as like a self-defense mechanism and Dirk has the Dirk put together this uh idol of a person that he never knew um to keep himself sane. Um so Dirk talks about when he heard that Dave existed um that maybe uh the way that this sentence is written is a little bit confusing. Um, I realize that he was a version of you who got the chance to live up to his full potential. Um, the you is like, uh, this is like really ambiguous. Um, I think cause like you could, you was like referring to Dave. Um, but the previous sentence is when I finally learned you existed. Um, like, I don't know. Is this confusing to read for you? Cause it's kind of confusing to read for me. Um, um, but, uh, mm, not really. I'm I'm gonna disagree and say it's not confusing to read. All right, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, but yeah, Dirk talks about like, uh, Dave versus uh his bro. Um, and the 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 idea of uh, living up to full potential. Um. The and the thing that uh Dave represents our Dave Beta Dave represents uh to him was that uh like the the idea of like the, the younger version of him that had like uh that has like a life ahead of him yeah um where where's the part that I'm looking for uh. I was at least happy to think that there was some reality where you got the chance to do everything you wanted to, be successful, and fight for all the right things, even if ultimately it didn't lead to a great outcome for humanity, you had an opportunity to live a full life and show what you're made of. Uh, well, I guess I had the same opportunity on your world, somewhat less fortunately. Um, so yeah, Dirk's talking about, like, the... The, like, how kind of fucked up it is that his alternate version was like that, and Dave's alternate version in his uh universe was like this the the most awesome guy ever. Yeah. Um Dave is like uh what if I mean you never knew him. What if he was also kind of a shitty guy? Um and Dirk's like that's not really what's 
important. Um, like to me, it was always about what he did, uh, and what he did was pretty awesome. Um, and it's also and and Dirk also talks about how uh, important it is to him that like there is a younger version of Dave, um, who is is his own person. Um, and he he kind of wraps up and he's like, I was kind of worried that you were gonna be too cool to hang out with me um but you're not uh and thank you for not being cool and and they share they share they share a moment where dave is like you don't think i'm cool and dirk is like yeah but in in the ways that matter um and i think it's about it's it's about as a of of heartfelt of a of a strider moment as i think we can ask for and then they and then they have a little hug. It's good. And it's good. It's very good. Contender for best moment in the comic. Yeah, uh fucking easy contender. Um what a what a chunk. Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, it's rough, but it's good. It's deserved. I, I it's, this conversation needed to be had. And yeah, I mean, this is a conversation that's been like the entire comic and like in the works. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Uh, and I th- I think that it lived up to everything that it needed to be. Yeah. Yeah, I can get behind um, that. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, I'm so glad that Dave is is we've we've finished Dave. Dave is a hundred percent. He's done. We've we got him. <laughs> Thank God that's over. We're done with that arc. <laughs> Dave is done. We can now we can now go on to the other characters. <laughs> but yeah, I I I don't know what else to say besides that. Like it's it's good. Yeah. Um. A, a lot of I, it. A lot of it is very blunt with what it's saying. So I don't think there's mm-hmm. like much for us to say. The comic is articulating itself pretty well with this segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I And I think that really the only commentary I have to add is, like, I can see somebody complaining that this comes out of left field, um, and I just want to thank you for, like, making sure that we had a conversation about how fucked up it was, like, at the start when everything was still cartoony. Yeah. Because uh, that set us up pretty well for this, yeah. and uh, it, it makes sense. So yeah, um, pretty good one. Thanks, John, from like a year and a half ago. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah the the Strider hug. It's a good one. Um, I like how Dave is like, "Hey, this is really fucked up. I'm sorry." <laughs> and Dirk's like, "Nah, dude, it's okay." Yeah, it's good. Stuff. I like, I like Dave, uh, being open about his feelings same um, it it's, feels very earned good shit yeah um and i i guess i guess we have to move on now because this wasn't the last thing that happened in, in the reading um let's see uh roxy brings the matriarch to kanaya um, whoa whoa you don't want to you don't want to check on the the hang on the hover okay. the hover stuff Thank, thank you, thank you. Uh, I almost, I almost missed it. Um, uh, Dave and Dirk are now bonding about about shit. Um, actually, wait, I guess they're talking about. Is this a conversation that just happened? Why well, is talking about plush rump? 
I thought that was like a source of trauma. <laughs> Hope he would. Hope he would. Ooh. <laughs> I guess this is just the continuous conversation they just had. Yeah. Um. John and Therese are still at it. Uh, Rose is question marking. Um. The Vriskas are still at it. Uh, Mina is now dreaming about uh herself as the Condess with uh, Lord English's head. Um. John and Teresi are breaking down. Uh, let's see, Roxy does visit Kanaya. Uh, uh, Jaspros is uh very enthusiastic about Nepeta. Um, WV waves high to Calliope uh, as, as he sits next to a sleeping Jade at the fireplace. Um, <laughs> Dave and Dirk are just rolling. Uh. Talking about uh, all the bullshit about fucking sweet bro and hella Jeff and all that shit. Uh, having a grand old time. They're crying. Good for them. Good, good for them. I'm so happy for them. Uh, and yeah, Roxy now brings Kanaya the Matriorb. Let's go! Yeah. Um, the Kanaya is extremely grateful and tears up. Um, and it's it feels like a big weight off our shoulders. Um, and now Kanaya can focus on what actually comes next instead of the mechanics of it. Um, can talk about uh, having to be the new mother figure for her entire species, which is fun. Um, we get a really a zinger of a line here. Uh, about Karkat still in the cave meditating. <laughs> uh, really blitzed our chakras. <laughs> he needs some time to clear his head. Good, good line. I, I yeah. Th- that line always catches me off guard because it's it. The the hussy blitzed our chakras meme is like so old. Like that's this is a meme. You don't know about the the, bl- I... the blitz chakras hussy image. I don't. I don't. Oh, this is a piece of lore oh that I'm not aware goodness. of. Oh my goodness. Where is it at? What the heck? Here it is. Wait, no. All right. Here it is. Uh, the This is an image that like Hussy uploaded just on the internet one day. Okay, I've seen this image before. And he, he said something about blitzing his chakras i can't find the original post it's probably been long deleted but it's like a old hussy self-reference this is it's been so long since i saw this picture oh my god <laughs> holy shit that's a blast in the past okay uh we'll have to share that um my god okay um i have to stop looking at this uh yeah, okay. Karkat's chakras are currently blitzed. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, I don't have a ton to add to this conversation, I think. Um, they they talk a little bit about the, the sacrifices they had to make on the way. Or, like, um, Ro- Roxy kind of uh, laments, like, how there are versions of all versions of her friends that don't exist anymore. Um, and that's kind of what she's had to give up to get this to this point. Um, 
and Kanaya's like, yeah, I don't know anybody uh, who's still around who hasn't uh, had to make some kind of big sacrifice uh, to still be around. Um, so true. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this, the, the, the line here from this conversation is, uh, Kanaya, I believe you can say you've done something as important as anyone could ever hope to do, which is like, yeah, okay. There, 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 there's, there's your one, your one line of this conversation. There it is. Um, uh, Kanaya comments like, you know, maybe, maybe I will need Carcat. I think that she's talking about Carcat. I would assume so. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll need Carcat, uh, to, to manage all this shit. Um, but really still need everyone. Um, and yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, Kanaya talks about how this kind of feels like it changes her stake in, the, in things. Like she feels like a, the, the analogy that's drawn here is to like a mother animal. Um, Roxy, uh, is like, yeah, it's like a, a muscle beast fighting a, a Metroid. Um, which is great. Um, I get that reminded reference. that Rox- Roxy is a Nintendo gamer. Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Kanai's Kanai's gonna be a be a mom to all all of trolls now. Um, and she's she's pumped up. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they go, and we leave off. On the intensely menacing, uh, like, redded out character select screen, but it's just the two Vriskas and Mina. And that is where you had us leave off here. I forgot this is where this left off. I was like, damn, we could have ended after the, the Strider thing, but this is, this is way more fucking menacing. <laughs> Next episode gonna be crazy. Oh boy. Man. What, what a, what a reading. Oh my god, that was a lot. Um, I don't even... The, <laughs> yeah, Jaspros is kicking around. Um, we got a, a burgeoning kismisitude between John and Terezi. Uh, Rose is in hell. Um, and we and Dave finally just talked about it. Um, what a fucking day. Damn. Good lord. Covered a lot of ground. Yeah, I, I, did. I started looking at I, at, at one point like, it was during the Dave and Dirk conversation. I, the 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 splinters were brought up, and I was like, what are all the, what are all the Dirk splinters again? And I and I looked it up, and I ended up like stumbling down a rabbit hole of like, Homestuck Wojak memes, and I, <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. I, here's. Here's the best one that I found. This is like modern. <laughs> what the fuck. It's so fucking weird. Okay, um, I'm gonna describe this to the <laughs> to the listener audience. Um, so this is one of those uh, c- like comparing uh the angry crying Wojaks to like the 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 Nordic Chad uh profile guy um and on top um there's uh on the left there's the smug there's the crying wojack with the smug mask and it's uh ar 
uh, and it says, we're the same person on the right. Um, there's the crying soy Jack and it's Dirk. And he says, no, you're a robot and I'm real and on the bottom. Uh, we have the two Nordic Chad, uh, Wojaks. Um, and the one is, uh, on the left is supposed to be Dave. And he says, I love raps and car cat. And the one on the right is supposed to be Dave Sprite just says, yes. Um, it is so, it, it just, it just not compute to see, like, <laughs> modern Wojaks. <laughs> modern Wojak memes that are homestuck. I, I, I'm just thinking, like, what person made this? I, I, I found another one that's, like, really weird, but and it definitely comes from, like, some offshoot, like, sub-community that's composed of, like, five people. Because it, it, I, I, <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to describe it. You don't right. have to describe it. I just want you to look at it. <sighs> what is going on? <laughs> uh, I just, I'm just going to, to uh, this, I, I'm not going to describe this entire meme, but it does include the line, the devout Catholic brisket. <laughs> <laughs> Um, why did you show this to me? I I I I thought that the soy Wojak Andrew Hussey was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I think that the the picture that this is painting in our listeners' minds is way funnier than the actual image. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. We're, I'm okay. I'm gonna look up Homestuck Wojak. <laughs> We're how long? No! We're an hour and fifty minutes no! into this episode. Where am I? <laughs> John has just sent uh, an image of the the Doomer E Boy Wojak, but it's Car Cat, and I'm like mad because no. Okay, this is gonna give me nightmares. You can't delete this one, please. What? Can I delete this? I can delete this. <laughs> this is gonna give me nightmares. <laughs> we have to get we have to get this out. is so funny i i don't know why i never considered to look this up why is this one so well drawn please like tweet about make a tweet about this the, the, what who made this one this person whoever made this one needs to be arrested just for like making it look better than the average wojack <laughs> this is gonna be like one of our patrons <laughs> oh my god okay we need, to get, we need to get out of here. We do We um, do need to get out of here. There's a... I'm looking at a fucking Gamzy Pepe right now. I need to stop. <laughs> um, just staring it down. I'm not gonna die. Um, okay, what a, what a, what a, what a, what an end to a, in a real uh, weighty episode. Um, fucking Homestuck Wojaks. Don't Google. Go ahead and Google it, everybody. Uh, oh my god. Do, you, do we have any closing thoughts or like anything that we want to run 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 it back yeah on. here's my closing thought shut the fuck up <laughs> i hate you i hate the you. i funny logo at the bottom this is so funny <laughs> I, I i i'm somewhere <laughs> else said... right now i'm somewhere else right now I... <laughs> This is, it's impossible this to be as funny to anybody as, as it is to me right now. Um, because they're not seeing all the fucking garbage that you're sending me. Um, I, I am once again asking, are we done? 
All right, all right, all right anything- I'm done. I I scrolled far enough to to reach like a really racist Wojak, so I have to stop now. It <laughs> oh it, 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 it stopped being funny. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay. Do we have, have any closing thoughts? Any any uh anything in conclusion? Um, a really good reading. Uh, I I I agree that you. You you said like this all happens like really fast. And I don't know if that was like a legit criticism, but it kind of is. It kind of. Um, I, I I'm pretty sure this was one of those scenarios where it was like updates were like kind of spaced apart, and like it was like one 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 of these little branches like happened one day, and then like two days later it was the next branch. So like, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I I, yeah, I, I disagree with your criticism. <laughs> Really? Okay. I mean, I think that, like, the Jasper stuff is, like, intentionally, like, uh, hyperactive. Yeah. And, like, really aggressive in the way it's presented, but, like, it, it yeah, it, there's a, the, 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 the word count density increase is very, very noticeable. Yeah, I, I, um, I can agree with that. Yeah, and I think that ideally that it wouldn't have shaken out like that. Um, we might have some more time to, to get all this stuff. I think there are some conversations that kind of have to be like that. Like, I think the Dave conversation, the starter conversation was like, there was no way that you weren't going to make that, like, yeah. that long. Um, and that's the way that you have to do it. Uh, but a lot of these conversations are just feel like conversations that would, of like, uh, a couple of years ago, like, just had all the same words, but it would have been over uh, a, a, a bunch of panels. Yeah. Um, it would have been, like, a bunch of, uh, maybe open interspersed with other stuff. So, yeah, it's just, a. Uh, it gets, it, 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 it gets, uh, really intensive to, to, to read it, read through, uh, um, at this point. Don't, don't worry. I, I think that was our last, like, character select screen. <laughs> the, the bane of my existence, the character select screen. Wait, no, yeah, there's, I don't even know if it's, like, that specific. There's one more. But it's, like, there's one more. How many... There, These motherfuckers eat up a lot of pages. The, there's one character select screen left, but it's only like a two path select screen. All right, all right, fun. Well, yeah, okay, um, yeah, uh, I, I think I've gotten everything I want to get out there out there. Um, okay. So yeah, uh, you want to wrap this one up? Um. I guess. <laughs> All right, we're gonna see how well I can do this while looking at a Calliope Wojak. <laughs> um, well, uh, in that case, you have, listeners, you've been listening to a Homestuck podcast. I'm in. I'm John. Um, John, would you like to thank our patrons? What about the page range? Wait, fuck. This is your fault. This is your fault. I'm sorry. The Wojaks completely threw everything out of whack. <laughs> Please never send me another fucking, like, fucking Doomer Carcat Wojak again. What are we reading next week? Um, Next week, we, we actually might have, like, a shorter episode next week. Uh, Okay. Next week, we're going to be reading pages 7785 to 7854. It's a it's a smaller page range. I think it's it's been a while since I picked out these page ranges, but I think it's just one of those like it just kind of cranked out that way to make the last few episodes work. Uh, Fair enough. But I I mean it's going to be about Vriska, so I mean we'll find a way to 
talk about Let's it. Let's fucking go. We're gonna talk about it for like two hours. It'll it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll 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 work out. Okay. Okay. Now, would you like to thank the patrons? Uh, I would love to to thank our patrons. Uh, shout out to the big six. Uh, caffeine. Simon Martins, Corin, Ina E, Darsh, and a a special a special shout out. I, f- I feel like I have to say this because uh, our 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 patron uh, Gareth F uh, got married recently and and yeah. s- po- posted about it in our Discord. So congratulations! I I thought it was very sweet that you like shared that with the Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was very surprised to see it. Um, yeah, but I was like, hey. Awesome. Yeah, but uh, congratulations. Uh, make sure... Uh, I hope your spouse also listens to the podcast. I think that'd be very funny. Uh, <laughs> enjoy your honeymoon where you listen to the newest episode of the Homestuck podcast. Uh, but yeah. Babe, HP just uploaded the final episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. But no, seriously. Uh, it's, all, it, it, it's it's awesome. And thank you for sharing with us. That was like... I was very surprised, but uh, it it is it is cool. Um, and we get to add married people to our uh, our demographics list, which I think is fun. Let's go. <laughs> so yeah. Um, what else? Uh, I'd also like to thank um all of our uh all of our listeners in general. Um, married or not. Uh, <laughs> thanks everybody for uh for sticking around with us. Uh, as we draw ever closer to the end of the comic. Um, means a lot that we have support, um, and that, you know, it, 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 anybody's hanging around and, uh, just hearing us shoot the shit about bullshit. Um, very cool. Uh, thank you. Thank you all. Seriously. Um, thank you to Alex as well. Uh, special shout out to Alex, uh, as always, um, artist and editor, uh, enables all of our, all the bullshit that we do here. Um, and we would not be sitting here talking to your ear holes without him. So thank you, Alex, uh, again. Um, what do I say after this? Uh, see, is this nor- see next week? N- normal patrons? Did you do that already? I wasn't paying attention. I, uh, I didn't like plug the Patreon, but like I do it every. I mean, like go to patreon.com slash hpcast, you know the deal. Um, uh, normal, normal listeners, people who don't. I pay. just, I just shout out the normal. Say listeners. it again. John, I say I, it again. <laughs> oh my god. Thank you to all of our, all of our listeners. Um, you know what? I, I love you guys so much that I'll, I'll do it again. Uh, it means a lot that uh, people are sticking around to listen to us uh, just talk about this shit. Um, it's really just a fun thing for us, and uh, it's cool people want to hear us do it. So yeah, thank you guys. Again. John. Okay, now shout out um, shout out me. Shout out to John, uh, my lovely co-host. Um, uh, seriously, though. Uh, now, now shout out yourself. Shout out to me. I'm awesome. I'm sick, dude. I'm kind of nice with it. Um, <laughs> anyway, we'll see, we'll see you all again, uh, next week when we read, um, 7785 to 7854. I've been told this is a Vriska episode, so, uh, strap in. Let's go. Uh, see you next time. See you.